I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Young Bucks, your Pittsburgh Pirates prospect podcast of choice here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. My name is Alex Stone, my co-host Jared Krugar. How you doing, man? We're back together again. It's been a while, actually. You know, that was weird last week. You know, we we had too much traveling going on. Our, our ships just never crossed. But yeah, that was that was weird. Let's make that the exception to the rule. Yeah, and, and honestly, I mean, for it to only happen just once, I think has been great. But yeah, that's never going to happen again. Oh, no, it, it will. <laughs> it will happen again at some point. But let's try not to. Let's not make promises we can't keep. Uh, that's my that's the, my mo. I love that. Speaking of promise, it's <laughs> the worst transition we've had all season. The Pirates just brought in a whole stable of young players some of them do have some promise some of them do have some upside it was a very busy trade deadline the pirates ended up making six trades five involving uh major league players on their roster a couple of them i don't think a whole lot of us expected did anyone have austin davis or or clay holmes or especially Braden ogle getting traded this this week shout out to ben Sherrington for getting humans for clay holmes I mean, we sat through the Clay, Clay Holmes experience over the last few years. Um, like he got actual human beings and actual productive human beings. One of them is Diego Castillo, um, the middle infield prospect that we'll talk to um, in the second segment. But, I mean, good for Ben Sherrington. I think some of the guys that he's brought in is, are, are going to be good. I don't know where they fall in line with some of the prospects that we have or in the organization right now and that we've been seeing the rest of the year, but you know, it's a good place to start. And I think, you know, some of them, you know, can be pretty impressive down the line. So I think we should just transition right into what this first segment was supposed to be. (laughs) Um, They acquired, what was it? 11 or 12 prospects over this past week. Jared, who are the three that really stick out that you want to see more for? Not necessarily the guys you think are going to be the best, but the three that's like, yeah, I want to see this guy play some baseball. Uh, Castillo is one because he's a middle infield guy, and they ha- they are loaded with middle infielders. Um, so, I mean, he's in Altoona right now. He's going to slot in in an offense that's got Connor Kaiser, G1 Bay, uh, O'Neill Cruz when O'Neill Cruz comes off the, um, the I.L., and so, I mean, he's going to kind of get fit in there uh, at times. But, you know, he's he's one. Um, Jack Sawinski's another one, a uh, guy that they got in the Adam Frazier deal, which honestly at this point in the week seems like forever ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then another one is a guy that they no doubt wanted was Abraham Gutierrez, a catching prospect that they'll put in low A. I mean, those are the three that I have. 
and and the and Gutierrez, they wanted him. They wanted him days ago. They finally got him um, for Ogle, and here we are. Yeah, Gutierrez is someone that I, I put this an in insider, but I got a good report on him from someone who's watched him a whole lot. Said that you know he has a really an elite. He he used the word elite. You know, feel for the zone as a hitter, which you know strong, you know walk numbers. Strikeout rate's a little high up there, but that's more swing and miss than, you know, just chase or anything like that. Like him and uh, Benz, who they got in the Mariners trade, I don't think, I mean, I, I, I'd be shocked if either one of them, you know, it takes the starting job over Henry Davis. But I think out of those two, I'm kind of thinking the Pirates have their backup catcher of the future somewhere. No, I think that's fair. But I mean, the catcher, even with Henry Davis, is still a position where they needed depth uh, yeah. from an organizational standpoint. And they got that with Bins. Um, and and they got it with Gutierrez now. And I think that's, you know, even if you're not going to, you know, get guys that are going to be impact players at the major league level, those guys are going to fill out minor league rosters. And honestly, let's be real, and this is no disrespect to some of the guys that uh, our catchers in the organization right now, like a Dion Stafford who was cut, um, but Arden Pabst or Jason Lay, and those guys have the potential to be better than that. And when you have quality depth, that just makes your organization that much better. Yeah. My three guys, I was debating if I wanted to put Gutierrez or Ricky DeVito as my three guy, but since you're putting Gutierrez, I'm going to change it. Ricky DeVito is number three for me. Uh, like immediate, you know, just trying to do some gathering of information, watch him pitch a little bit. Pirates say they see him as a starting pitcher, but you know, whenever you see someone with mid nineties, fastball, curveball splitter, you're going to immediately, if you're watching Pirates baseball, be like, yeah, that, that looks a little David Bednar-esque. I, I haven't seen how the stuff really moves. You know, if there is any comp, for that but you know I, I think DeVito does have you know at, at least a bullpen type projection maybe he does stick in the rotation if you know those two pitches are enough for him it, it's an interesting mix um second guy is Hoy Park who they got in the Clay Holmes trade just you, you talk about trading Clay Holmes for a warm body and I know this guy isn't a top prospect or really is anything but he's the pretty much the best hitter at all triple a this year which has to count for something i know k25 i'm not saying you know his son of the moon he's going to be this great player but you could do a whole lot worse for trading Clay holmes for the best triple a hitter in baseball so I, I i would like to take a, a look at him the swings the hands are really high up it's almost like a nitro swing rather than you know like a real power hitter so I want to see how that actually plays. And the guy who's number one for me is Bryce Wilson, who was a top 100 prospect not that long ago. And whenever people say, give up on Clay, not Clay Holmes, on, on Mitch Keller, you know, just, just trade him. We're done with him. That's kind of what the Braves did with Bryce Wilson. And, you know, I, I don't think he's going to be an ace, but I do think he has a, a good chance of being like a middle of the rotation arm if the Pirates could just, you know, buff out some of those scratches. Right. And I think that's the thing too, is, you know, what, what's going to happen once they get here? Cause he's, he's proven that he's good, um, you know, and one of his wins did come against the Pirates this year. 
Um, so it did. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm, um, I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah, it's yeah especially if it was in Atlanta. That series was a, a nightmare. But yeah, it was in May. Um, okay. But I mean, that's the thing too, right? I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get from organization to organization. So when that happens, you know, let's buckle up and see and, and see because. Like we said before, I mean, organizational depth is good, but quality depth is even better. And, and get some guys that, that spark that competition. Obviously, Mitch Keller um, has come back up and joined the Pirates. What they expect from him, obviously, he's got to go out there and throw strikes. But but you're right. I mean, sometimes uh, another team's trash is another team's treasure. And I think they have an excellent opportunity, you know, to they flip Rich Rod for – for two major league guys, it seems. And when it's all said and done and you can't ask for anything better than that, even if they don't necessarily pan out right away. Which trade is your favorite out of this group and which one are you not crazy about or not as crazy about? Um, That's a good question. I, as much as I, I mean, Austin Davis, I think would be the one that I'm just kind of eh about. Um, But the one that I'm excited about is you know is the Yankees they get they traded first of all Ben Charrington and Brian Cashman I don't know what their little internal game is but Ben Charrington wins every time do you know what it is do you know what this is Ben Charrington is a Boston boy in his heart and as a Boston boy he he is programmed to, to try to screw over the Yankees every chance he gets and and Brian Cashman bites hook line and sinker for it every time um but you know you talked about park i talked about castillo and that's for clay holmes and like we've said before we've watched clay holmes pitch i've watched him on rehab assignments i've watched him on tv you've watched him extensively in person good good for the fact that they got those two guys i think is just absolutely incredible yeah yeah, but I I can't get over this Rich Rod return because Richard Rodriguez I I kind of view as a as a time bomb as far as relief pitchers go. Like I know you get the extra years of control, he has good season stats, but that spin rate has just absolutely plummeted. His results have not been good, and the Pirates were basically able to trade him like those issues don't exist i think that's a really good trade i think richard rodriguez we're going to see him kind of hit a wall in atlanta especially atlanta of all places he's a fly ball pitcher that place yeah that place the ball flies out he's not going to work out in atlanta well and that's the thing too with rich rod right you're selling him when he's high like him holmes yeah even adam frazier let's be real as, as great as adam frazier has been there's regression is coming and regression is going to hit him like mm-hmm. a brick wall. So yeah, was that, was the haul that they got for Frazier underwhelming? Probably to an extent, but what do you, what do you expect to get from a guy that's really, you know, this is his peak year. This is his, he's having a career year. He's not a pitcher that's going to get a crazy amount of high level prospects like a Joe Musgrove did when they sent him that way. Now, don't get me wrong. San Diego is not afraid to spend money or prospects to get who they want and what they want. And they proved that in a big way to still be the third team in the NL West. Yeah. Jared, I got some bad news for you. 
you you've just been traded to the Padres for their number nine prospect. Well, all right. I guess I should probably pack my bags. Before you do that, though, you got an interview. So yes. We may as well get that in, out before you know we, we cross the T's and dot the I's. Right after these, after we hear from the people that are going to pay for my plane ticket to get to San Diego for their ninth rim uh, prospect, Alex is trading me already. That's how crazy this deadline has been. Uh, we're the only two that haven't gotten traded yet in quite some time. Uh, I'm going to talk with Diego Casillo after the break, and we'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to the Young Bucks podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I thank you as always for tuning in for the second segment. We were fortunate enough to catch up with Diego Castillo um, just earlier this week. In fact, uh, right after he got to the organization from the New York Yankees, he was traded um, by the Yankees to the Pirates, who then put him in Altoona uh, for Clay Holmes. So now that he's a part of the organization, we were able to ca- catch up. And talk about what Pirates fans can expect and what this whole process has been like for Castillo. What has this process been like for you? You go from playing this team on the field last week, now you're a member of the team. Uh, feels feels a little bit like weird, a little bit different, but it's uh it's kinda it's kinda fun, you know. I mean it's because I like I like what I'm feeling right now. I mean these guys right here are treatment is pretty good as they give me a good welcome and then just like I said it's fun and I'm ready to go I'm ready to go all the time now what was this process like for you when did you find out how did you find out and then what came next yeah so uh, I was on Monday my day off and then my boss and the Yankees they they just called me and then they said like uh, they gotta do a trade and the Pirates asked about me and and like they say yes, you know, they, they call me. And after that, like 20 minutes late, 
the pirates call me and they give me like instructions what I'm gonna do and where 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 we're going and I'm here right now. <laughs> now, what can pirates fans expect from Diego Castillo? What can they expect from you now that you're a member of this organization? Oh well, you're gonna have a, a player like to go every day 100%. You know, like to win games. I, I, I feel super bad. I don't like when I'm, I don't like when we lost. So the fans gonna I'm gonna see somebody like they like to play, like he likes to play baseball and he likes to play 100%. You know, I, I, I'm gonna do everything that I can do to to win games to help the team to win the the game because that's that's what I like. Now. When you're at the plate, what goes through your head? What's your mentality uh, when you're at the plate? When I what? When you're at the plate, what's your mentality? In the plate, at home plate? Mm-hmm. So when when I hit. All the time when I hit the ball hard, you know? Make a good contact, it's really important for me. Uh, find, uh, get a good pitch to hit, that's what I like. And yeah, every time that they throw the ball in strike zone, I'm gonna hit it, gonna hit it hard. Now, if you were to evaluate yourself in the field at shortstop, how would you, what would you say is your strongest um, strong suit and what's your what's your weak point uh, well my strongest like uh, I like to, I mean, I, I'm pretty good like being concentrated all day you know I'm, I'm, I'm pretty I'm ready to go all the time I want that ball hitting to me I mean, when I'm playing shortstop I want that ball come here come here I need it I need it I want it you know and then uh, my week uh, probably gonna say something that I gotta get better probably is gonna be Diving, diving plays, and all that, you know, probably, but uh, but I, I'm still doing it. Now, you've only been a part of this organization for a couple of days. What have been some of the biggest differences that you've seen from the Yankees organization to the Pirates organization? Uh, not really, kind of, kind of, kind of the same, you know. Like both teams, they like to work hard. They like to be practicing, talking about defense, talking about hitting all day, and then talking about win games. Uh, Probably I, I will say that the difference just the colors, nothing else. What are your expectations for yourself now that you're in Altoona and now that you're a part of this organization? Well, my expectation is uh, when I be here playing, playing every day, giving giving my best, and then uh, we'll be ready. We'll be ready to go. I mean, whatever they want to do with me, I will be I will be ready to go. If I'm gonna gonna play here in Altoona, I will be ready to go. If they want me to play, I will be there. Playing hard, if they want me to be in it 100%, uh, I will be 100% sure we'll be ready to go there. Now, I noticed that you have a tattoo. What does your tattoo say and what does that mean? Yeah, my tattoo says like uh, what we think we become and everything happens for a reason. Uh, it's because something that I always think about it, you know. In life, everything happens for a reason and then what we think we become is like sometimes your mind's trying to play with you, you know. and. And I remember, like, what we think we become. You gotta, you gotta think you're, uh, you're gonna be a, a monster. You gotta be a superstar playing baseball. You know, and, and that's helped a lot. And how do you become that? About well, <laughs> playing hard every day. Like I say, I go out there. I wanna win the game. I mean, every I want that ball hit it to me. I want that pitch to me to hit a double homer or whatever it is. And yeah, I will, I will become that and play, like play 100%, giving my best all the time. Great, Tigger. Thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. Best of luck. Welcome back to Young Bucks. Jared, let, let's just make this simple. Trade deadline this year. Thumbs up, thumbs down. 
Uh, as far as drama goes, I think thumbs up. Um, obviously, you know, it, the rich get richer. The Dodgers, you know, they can afford to trade literally everybody and their mother. I'm offended that I wasn't traded to the Dodgers. Um, but hey, hey, listen, the Scherzer, Trey Turner thing, I think is great. Now, the Nationals, and it's funny, we, I talked about this in, in our live file um, on Friday. You know, when Josh Bell got traded to the Nats, and guy who was traded for Will Crow throws a gem of a game on Friday night. Um, you know, Josh Bell said he wanted to play for a contender. Well, the Nationals just fire sold everybody, and it was not pretty. Like they got rid of Harris and they got rid of anybody and everybody. Um, so that was kind of what made to uh, made the trade deadline crazy. But the drama, you know, I was, you know, refreshing Twitter every 30 seconds, seeing what was going to happen next. And as soon as, you know, the ball began to drop for the for the relievers, I knew it was kind of game over. And I knew that Rich Rodriguez was probably going to go somewhere else. Yeah, I feel a little bad for Josh Bell because that that, you know, he's happy to play for a contender tweet. Definitely did some numbers on, on the trade deadline. but I. At some point, when, when do we address that this guy just isn't that good an all-around baseball player? He has, what, like 0.2 war this year? He's been worth more than one war exactly once in his career. Like, come on. Like, come on. At some point, it, it, we're going to have the guy in the hot dog suit going like, we're going to find the guy who did this. <laughs> uh, yeah. But thumbs up for me also. Um I love the Dodgers trade. I know, I know, you know, something snapped a day on his head, you know, with, with the salary thing, even though it's not even that much salary. That's the amazing well, and, part and of I it. I think that that's what's so great about the Dodgers salary. will not pay Max Scherzer a penny because of how his contract set up. Half of his money's just deferred, which the nationals will play or pay. And the other half comes in a bonus, which the nationals will pay. <laughs> If the Pirates trade, if the Pirates were as cheap as everyone said Bob Nutting is, they would have made that trade because Max Scherzer is literally free. Right. And, and listen, it's they're going to do this, and the, there's a good chance the Dodgers don't win the World Series. And, you they're know, not my pick. No, no, they're not. They're not my pick either. Um, but, you know, it's funny to see some of these names that you really kind of forget about, like, Jordan Luplo goes from the Indians uh, AAA team to Tampa Bay. Um, John Lester is still miraculously in the league. Another one of the fire sale uh, participants uh, from Washington. He's back in the NL Central. Go figure. Um, J.A. Hat, former Pirate great, um, is St. Louis bound. So, you know, it, it's kind of crazy. You look at those teams like the, like the Nationals, like the Cubs, that their window – of, of winning and success they won you know the Cubs won in what 2016 and the Nationals won in 2019 and they're already you know obviously the Cubs could afford to hang on just a little longer than than most but they got rid of every key fact face and and figure into that uh, that championship team and same thing with the Nationals so that that window of opportunity and that window of, of, of chasing those championships um, you know, it, it's very small and, and it does get costly when you sell out to win World Series, it does cost a lot of money. And I know that we aren't really used to that watching and or covering a Pittsburgh based team. You know, we saw a couple teams go all in. I think the White Sox are my are my World Series pick. 
Real fast. No explanation. Who is the World Series winner this year, Jared? After trade deadline. Overreact. Whoever wins the World Series. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Was not expecting that because I wasn't expecting that either. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's it's anybody's game right now. I mean, like you said, you, there are a couple teams that went all in. I like the White Sox, but they did. That back end of their bullpen is deadly. Um, mm-hmm. like, I think that's going to be absurd. And they're getting even better. Like, like they're getting guys off the DL that, that need to come off. Like, like, they're going to be good. As long as Tony LaRusso stays out of the way, I think they're in great shape. Um, so I think they're, they're a key factor in the AL. You know, the NL, I think, is – the NL East is wild. I mean, the, the, the Mets have been pretty terrible the last few weeks, but they have not lost or gained any ground in the NL East. Um, the Phillies are the Phillies. It's just going to be, I think it's going to come down to, to a team in the NL West. Um, but you know, the Brewers are up there too. I know, you know, they can't play the pirates every game, but I think, I think you could see a, a San Diego, a, a San, maybe a San Diego in all, Chicago all, world series. All this. I'm like, come on. What, who's the actual pick? Listen, it's we're getting there. We take we we DK and I had this conversation. I I, t- I like to take the long way to get to my point. Um, I'm trying to get my words in. But what about you, Alex? What do you think? White Sox. That's how I, you do it. <laughs> well, I'm going Padres. All right. Ooh, that's a take. I listen. I I love the fact that they just go all in. They don't care, and they're a small market. Um, but. I like the I like what they've got. You know, they have like six or seven all stars now, and I, I think that's another thing too. The amount of all stars that were moved uh, on the trade deadline was absurd. I think they set a record. Ten. Yeah, Ten. like you just don't see that, and that's what makes it great. That's what makes it a lot of fun and and, and interesting to to watch and, and find out. We're gonna call it an episode here. Thank you so much for listening to Young Bucks. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get fine podcasts on Stitcher, on iTunes, wherever you find your fine podcasts. Jared will have the We Are podcast that'll come out Sunday. I have the podcast to be named later that comes out Thursday. There's a whole bunch of great shows also. So be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk again next week. Mm -hmm.